Oh my goodness. It is Monday morning. It is 11.03 and that is completely my fault. Not my fault. It was me. I was ready. I'm the opposite of Shaggy this morning. Andrew. It was me. He always makes inappropriate cultural references on this show. That was like 1998. Still inappropriate. All right, whatever. So, Tim's back. He was I'm gone back. last week. I was gone. I was in Houston, and I played a terrible round of golf, but had fun with our sponsors. Well, that's good, because yesterday was Sunday. And this is The Morning After. Welcome to The Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. Well, good morning, everybody. That was quick. Yeah. Well, we are we're back. We are, and we, I'm excited to be back with we you. Are, I missed you. We are live. We are in studio-ish. We are in office yeah. because, and I I just can't Would use you stop. Anything. I I've missed you terribly, and it's our day off, and we're still here because we made a commitment to you. Is that, is that right? We did. We said that Monday mornings, we 11 a.m. Here, tropical storm or not. Yeah, even though there's the first named storm minutes off of our coast, we are here because it's like 95 degrees and sunny out. That's how much we care about you. We care deeply. Tim, last week you were with one of our sponsors. I was. Golfing away. Houston. And we had the senior pastor show where Mitch Kuhn came in and we talked what it's like to transition out of— I hope of, he found his voice. I, I hope so, too. He sounded a little bit like Kermit the Frog, but that's okay. Thanks for coming Look, on, Mitch. We love you. He was he wasn't feeling great, but he still gave trooper. it hundred percent. It was like the Michael Jordan flu game. Oh, it no. was it was a big deal. It was incredible. So, Tim, you were preaching. I preached yesterday. We uh, we also closed out our series. Uh, Jesus changes everything at youth group on Wednesday, so we're getting ready for summertime. But I, I did want to briefly touch on. What I what I think might have been National Youth Pastor. It was preaching National day. Youth Pastor Preaching Day. It was, it's Memorial Day weekend. Right. Therefore, every senior pastor says, you know, why don't you take this one? Absolutely. I think you should take it. Yeah. So I I did take it, and I I don't know if it was a home run. We're we're preaching through a series in First John, and the passage that fell to me was on false teachers. Well, First John nothing 4, 1 will six. nothing will move you to the altar. Like a sermon we had on three false new teachers. families in for my <laughs> false teachers sermon. So if you're watching, please come back. You know, I, what Mitch and I were talking, we spent we hung out till like three thirty. So the show was a half an hour long, and he and I just spent several hours being kindred spirits last Monday. And it was we were talking about the idea of you know when you're the youth pastor preaching, you want to hit a home run every single time, absolutely. But then when you're preaching every week, it's not about hitting home runs; it's about hitting for average. Oh, and for sure. you want to hit as many singles as you can. Yeah, just get on base. And there's vacuuming right outside the door right you now. You may or may not be able to hear that. Jeff Kokenauer says, crazy, our senior pastor preached yesterday. So let's ask this question. How often do you preach? So let's maybe given like a, like a 12-month period. What would you say is your average amount of Sundays preached? I'll go. Mine is about one a month. So I do about 12 to 14 mm -hmm. preaching Sundays a year. So um, fire away, Melissa Larson. I know her. Joined. My, in 2016, my last full year as the number two on staff, I think I preached 17 times that year. Impressive. But then um, in 2017, as the associate pastor, I think I'd preached 11 or 12 times in the first 
25 weeks of the year, but senior mm-hmm. pastor retired, and there were other things going there on. There's a lot happening. Would you say that well. church I don't, size maybe plays a factor in the amount of times a youth pastor preaches? I, I think church size, staff size has to do with it. Staff size definitely does. I think a lot of churches want the senior pastor preaching at least three times uh, three times a month. Right. So you've got 36 right there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some churches have cantatas. Some churches bring in an evangelist once a year, whatever it might be. And if you have... If you have four guys on staff that can preach, yeah, or well, Jeff Kokenauer says that he preaches twice a year. Each of the associates preach in rotation. There you go. Riley Lester says a whopping zero. Well, you'll get there, Riley. Have you heard Riley preach? Makes sense. <laughs> you makes sense. I'm jerk. teasing. I love you, Riley. Tiffany Barber says moved to a new church last July. First time preach was yesterday on National Youth. Way there to you go, go, Tiffany. Did both services? Boom sauce for you. Way and to go, my- Tiffany church prior i preached four to six times a year yeah cool so i think it depends on you know i think the average senior pastor is going to preach about 35 to 40 times a year right and so then you've got 12 to 17 other sundays to fill in well you've been here a year now how many sundays did you preach uh so next week will be my 53rd sunday and i have preached 50 that sounds unhealthy no it is but that's just because of kind of where we are in the transition that our church is going through right now. But you um, also don't miss a lot of Sundays. I don't period. I don't miss a lot of Sundays and again that's kind of where we are as a church right now. I don't feel like I can just dip out for a weekend for a golf y- tournament? Yeah, for for a golf tournament. I went to church, thank you, and left after and church. And then and but like next Sunday you're you're not going to be there because Okay, breaking news. <laughs> yes, I am in a movie. My brother's shooting in Alabama and he got me two roles, one um, in a crash scene with my whole family in a van crashing and one as a speaking role. I have two lines that I've been rehearsing. And how much money are you getting paid to be for this bit part in a movie? I okay, just money. Tell, tell everybody. Money is not Tell everybody we're doing the side hustle show. My my brother said I said is money involved. He said um, uh, yes with a, a smiley face. Let's just say it'll cover the entire cost of your trip. Hey. In parentheses, multiple Ks. So I go. don't I don't know what that means, but I know that my trip will be covered for saying two lines in a major motion picture. Well, that's what happens when your big brother is a movie director. Thanks, big bro. I love you. Hey, before we get too deep into this, we need to let you know that this show doesn't just happen because. We think that we're witty, but it's because we have, well, that's what what started it, but we've got some wonderful sponsors that make it possible for us to do this show, so let's hear from them, and then when we come back, we are going to have a friend on to talk with you. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. The Morning After Ministry Show is brought to you by Dignity Memorial. The Dignity Memorial Network of more than 2,000 licensed providers is North America's largest and most trusted brand for your funeral, cremation, or cemetery needs. You can find out all that Dignity has to offer at DignityMemorial.com. Dignity Memorial. Life well celebrated. Peak Reach. You aren't invisible. And your brand shouldn't be either. Peak Reach offers social media management for nonprofits and small businesses of any size. 
Give Central lets you accept electronic donations of all kinds any time of day. It is easy to use and saves time on accounting and data management. Give Central is designed specifically for nonprofit organizations and has the lowest processing fees available in the marketplace. Our show is a proud part of the Download Youth Ministry Podcast Network. Well, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that. I know we did because I hit the wrong button again. again. I do that sometimes because yo soy un grande dummy. He is still recovering from a concussion that he <laughs> suffered on the ice three years ago at a broom hockey I was going to say, when you say on the ice, it makes it sound way cooler than it actually was. <laughs> it was on the ice. It was on the ice. It was playing broom ball, and I fell and hit my head a brain bunch of has times. been ineffective ever since. So we have a guest with us right now. This is Alexis Friedman. Say hi, Alexis. Hello! So Alexis is a former student of mine a billion years ago. I was her middle school youth pastor. Um, my wife babysat for her when she was in, well, like when my wife was in high school and Alexis was in elementary school. Babies. And then... Andrew, how old are you? I'm so 112. Wow. I look really good for my look age. terrible. <laughs> um, so, I, so my wife used to babysit for Alexis and then Alexis used to babysit for my kids, but now she's a big old grown-up and... She's Trying. Been, been a college graduate for like six, not six years. When did you graduate? Uh, December 2014. So for so four, years four years ago. of college graduate life. And Melissa now, Larson says, hi, Alexis. Hi. Rob Friedman says, I see someone I know. Hi, Dad. Uh, you know me, Rob. Rude. That's I've, who he was talking I've, about. I've been on the show <laughs> for the past 12 minutes, and you never once said that you knew me. That's hurtful. Um, but Alexis is now. Also, how did you know I was doing this? I'm so confused. He knows. Mm. Dads know. know everything. Dads know. He's probably tracking your phone. Probably. Um, but Alexis is now on full-time staff with Young Life I in am. Orlando. Yeah. She's a full-time... So, selling... Yeah, so you're a... So, at, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Young Life is the... The Young Living Essential it's the, Oils. It's the sister company of Young Absolutely. Living? Absolutely. We so make I, all the children smell delicious. So, you sell <laughs> oils to teenagers? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, got it. Okay. I wish. I probably would... My salary would be much higher <laughs> than if I did that. That's <laughs> true, because my sister is into essential oils, and she wastes a lot of money on them just so that she can rub, rub pep- peppermint on her kids' feet before they go to bed. Don't all moms do that now? I don't. I think my wife does sometimes, but she tries to hide it from me. It's kind of like rubs on your you walk in and no, smell. No, it. no, no. She tries. No, she, no, rubs, she like rubs, rubs it on, on my feet? kids. Um, like uh, Luke, my my third one, will be like, I can't sleep. I need the sleepy oil. Mm-hmm. Like, what have you done to my children? Oh, yeah. Okay, so oh, you don't actually oils. sell oil. No, no, no. oils. You the were, mistake has been made many times, though. But so you are at Young Life, and what is like. Orlando is a big place. If you're not in Florida, Huge. you think Orlando is just a theme park, but really it's all the people that don't want to live on the coast. Yeah, it's packed. multiple theme parks. Yes, it's, it's, it's all the theme it's parks. Like, it's like 12 theme parks um, and a billion people packed into the center of the state. It's so true. where exactly in Orlando are you? I'm like closer to downtown. Okay. To like further north of Disney World. Like keep going on I-4 for a while. It's, past all the traffic. It's way past Disney World. Like way do you think past. downtown Orlando is Disney World? No. It's not. No, it's way... Disney. What exit's Disney? Like 62? 62. Yeah, I'm on... I and live off of exit 85. Well, wow. That's way like north. 23 miles north. So many. Math. Hmm. All right, so, but what... So, what is your title? Where do you... 
My official title is staff associate. So I, over, I know I have a title and that's everything. Up in the world. Uh, yeah, I oversee a high school ministry at a private school in Orlando. And then I helped start the middle school ministry at that same school this past year when I came on to full-time staff. And so what? what's the name of the school? It's like Highland Prep? Lake Highland Lake Preparatory. Lake Preparatory. Yes. So give us like a day today. What does your week look like? Well, Mondays are my crazy days, usually. <laughs> Which because is why you're here welcome. with us. <laughs> it's a holiday. Well, and the school year's ended. But usually, uh, kick off the week with, we have club, is what we call it. It's kind of our weekly meeting. And so those are the It's the equivalent of days. youth group, like, but like, Essentially, yes. Yeah, so it's, but it. In a it's, sense. Yes. yes. Club group? We, it's youth called club. club. Youth, youth club. club. Youth club. Just club. Just club. No. We got club tonight. Got club tonight. It's awesome. You come to the club, so it's like having a party uh, with Jesus. We call it a party with a purpose. In That's it. Way. I saw that on your website. Yep. Party <laughs> with a purpose, which is essentially what it is because it's just a whole bunch of shenanigans and games and we do pop songs. Used to be a lot of Taylor Swift and I hate that she's phasing out. Mm. Mm. I, was, I thought you said that you hate Taylor Swift. That was, no, that I'm going to her concert. I was, I was, no, I was going to my nine-year-old daughter. No. So I, I buy one CD every two years and it's the Target exclusive version of does. Taylor Swift. It's I wish she was lying. It's the it's the only time I ever buy a CD. You got to get the bonus track. I know. Absolutely. Sometimes you get those Polaroids of her that my wife won't let me keep. Oh Whatever. Gosh. It's cool. I Yeah. I understand. But so we've got that on Mondays. And so usually all of Monday is prepping for that. Um, one of the leaders or myself will give a talk at the end. So a lot of my you know days are leading up to that, planning the talk out, things like that. Um, how long? How long of a talk? Uh, eight to ten minutes for the high schoolers mm-hmm. and the middle schoolers like five to seven, eight minutes. And on the shorter side. Wildlife for middle school, right? Wildlife. Boom. With a Y instead of an I. Wildlife. I've been to Young Life Camp. I know what I'm talking about. You have been to it. Speaking of Young Life Camps and wildlife, um, let's talk about this camp up in wild, wild country in, in Oregon. <laughs> so from what I understand, according to this popular Netflix show, you guys essentially went in and took over the town of Antelope. You started your own cult religion, and you <laughs> appointed the Bagwan as your leader? That is exactly how it happened. Okay. And I'm how many so Rajneeshis do you guys recruit a year? <laughs> oh, gosh. I So here's the thing. She's going to get fired from I, Young Life. No. I started the documentary, and I never actually finished it, but I know how it ends. Well, I would, And it's crazy, like, the story behind it. Young Life. Crazy. Bought. You literally bought the site that the Rajneeshis yeah, owned. There was a cult. crazy cult. Yeah. It's fascinating. And one of our, Justin Knowles, a proud member of the DYM Podcast Network, was speaking at that camp. Amazing. Justin just, was just on a second ago. Yeah. I love it. He, oh, so Justin, how'd that go on? Tell me about it. I want to know so bad. Well, he can't hear you if he's not on right now. Maybe, well, maybe he'll, maybe he'll come back. Um, I can hope so, so do, does the Bagwan spirit still haunt the campground as the legend has it? I, I can't even tell you. Has, I'm sure had, it does. She has no idea I was going to ask her about the big one. Okay. I appreciate that you did that. You're welcome. So back to, so you got you have your Young Life, which is high school club, and then mm-hmm. Wild Life, which is middle school. Yep. In Orlando, what is the scope of Young Life? So Young Life in Orlando is actually pretty big, given our area. Um, we have multiple ministries. We've got the traditional Young Life club, which I lead at Lake Highland Prep, as well as the Wild Life ministry. Um, but then in Heart of Orlando, we also have Capernaum, which is our ministry for mm-hmm. our friends with special needs. Cool. Um, we have Young Lives, which is our ministry for teen moms. Um, and then we've got Multicultural and Urban. So just a really vast and so, 
ministry. Because you guys might not know Alexis since she was 11 or 12 like I do. Um, you don't know where she grew up, and it's like two minutes that way. But I like, growing up here in Pinellas County, we don't have much of a Young Life presence. There, no. There was a club that met from Dunedin High School like maybe 10 or 12 years ago. There yeah, it's been big, in and out over the right? years. But now um, there's, one in, there's one in Largo and there's one in St. Pete, and they're both very urban centric mm-hmm. ministries. So when yeah. Andrew told me you were coming on, I didn't I didn't know much about the organization, so I looked you guys up and and I had a, just a question and maybe some other youth pastors would also have the same question, but how could we as a youth ministry as a church partner with you long li- young life, young living? Young, young life, life. <laughs> young life, not the oils. Not the oils. We could do that too. So how could we partner with young life to better accomplish the kingdom purpose? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's so awesome. I grew up in youth group settings my whole life and right. so Who is your favorite youth pastor? Go. I feel oh. like Mitch is going to watch this at some point, and you're sitting right here. You can't do that to me. Mitch, Mitch Kuhn, who was on last week with us, was her youth pastor in high school. I just had her for middle school, so mm. it's cool. You had me for the awkward days. I did. So. Yeah. I did. So that's impressive. So you get a gold star. Um, so I grew up as a youth group kid, and so like I know you know youth groups backwards and forwards. And Young Life, for me, like going into it was just so different because – you get a lot of the kids that would never walk into a church ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a, our club that we have just in Orlando at my school, I mean, I've got kids who are Muslim, atheists, Buddhists, I mean, wow. all across the board. Um, but then you've got those kids that are really plugged into their churches, or if they're not, they're plugged into their faith and they need to grow. And so, like, my, like, dream is to be able to partner with churches. Sure. So once those kids, you know, who have come to Young Life are like, all right, what's next? Like, mm-hmm. to easily transition them into something that's going to last them a lot longer than just Young Life. Because right. once they graduate high school, like, we're, you don't have Young Life. Like, right. you're out in the real world. And I think there's so many youth pastors that feel threatened by, you know, here's this club where, you know, there's a five to eight minute talk. Yeah. As opposed to my 25 or 30 minute talk. Right. There's, you know they're doing Taylor Swift and we're doing Hillsong. How do we, how do we compete? But what I hear from you and just from knowing other Young Life people is it's, it's not a competition. It's, you know, if oh my anything, gosh, no. it's an, it's an on-ramp. I, you know, and hearing and having conversations with other people and, you know, there is that conversation of it being a competition, like you're saying, and, mm-hmm. you know, youth group kids get stolen and going to Young mm-hmm. Life right. and vice versa and things like that. But, you know, there are so many kids that, I can't reach and I can't like nourish their Mm -hmm. souls like that's the job of the church Mm -hmm. and like my passion is to try to get these kids involved and connected to Jesus and that might not always be through Taylor Swift like it could be great for you Mm -hmm. know kid x but kid y really could use a small group that's more intensive in a church so you do after high school you do funnel kids into a church if they're not plugged into a local church that's Mm -hmm. the goal absolutely so what do you think that you can accomplish through Young Life that the church can't accomplish, like you personally? For me, I think a lot of it is just those relationships with the kids, like, again, that would never, ever set foot in a church. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a Christian bubble, and so I didn't really experience this really until I was... Christian school. Yeah, Christian school. Your dad was an elder. So so you were at every youth group function. So, yeah, so you... Like, most kids would be punished, like, and they're like, (laughs) you're going to go to church. And my parents were like, you're not allowed to go to church. Like, (laughs) I lived at church. I loved it. Um, And so just being able to kind of step out of that now with Young Life and just see, like, there are so many more kids that need Jesus. And this is just another avenue to do that because 
again, I think back to when I was in school and stuff and like had I had a lot of other friends and because I was so zealous and excited about church, like mm-hmm. they probably would have been like, no, we're not yeah. going to church with you. Right. But, well, right, Riley jumped in here. And I like his question. He says, what's the goal of Young Life, which you kind of touched on? He says, I, yeah. I partnered with them because they said the goal was to introduce kids to Jesus, hoping to get them to a church eventually, which never happened. I heard from a lot of kids that they loved Young Life because it wasn't a church and they would rather go to Young Life than church. So how do you respond to that? I mean, I think a lot of what Young Life does is just creating a space, one for kids to feel safe and feel connected. And a lot of times, I would say all across the board, especially in today's culture, there's not a lot of adults who are there to love on kids. And even if I can just step into the life of someone else, you know, a high school friend of mine that's going through something and walk them through it, like, Jesus will come up, period. And so, like, that's, you know, the goal is obviously to introduce them to Jesus, um, but we're not forcing it on anybody. Not that the church does it all. You know, some do. There's, you know, hiccups everywhere. But, you know, with the church, like, there is that intention of, hey, come see what we're doing here. Like, let us introduce you to Jesus, where in Young Life, it's let me come into your world and see Mm -hmm. what that's like. So it's just a different approach. And, you know, I can't speak for every Young Life you know, right. ministry and all of that. And like, yes, I'm sure some of them fall very short. I'm sure I have fallen short so many times. I know I have and getting kids plugged in and to church and all that. But I mean, the ultimate goal is all about Jesus, period. Right. Riley says, I guess my question is how important is the goal to get them to the next step? And he says, I know it probably varies from area to area, like you were just saying. Yeah. And I think a lot of that even has to do with individuals. Like a lot of what Young Life instills in us is our own personal relationship with Jesus has mm-hmm. to come first because I can't pour out if I'm not focused in on that. And right. so and I think even if you take it to the very root of the goal of Young Life, it has to do with that even. Mm-hmm. So it's a very personal question almost for each person on staff in Young Life and in any ministry. Absolutely. So, I mean, like I said, there have been so many instances where we've dropped the ball, you know, Mm -hmm. where we've haven't done what we should do and what we're called to do, but I don't know if that answers the question. Well, (laughs) I I think a lot of churches kind of stiff arm Young Life because, you know, they they see it as a competition. Some of the best Young Life clubs that I've seen have been, you know, churches like churches my size that couldn't afford a full-time youth pastor. Right. And so they've gone out and hired a part-time person and then that person is part-time with Young Life, part-time mm-hmm. church staff. And so, you know, most Young Lifes, if you don't know, they they don't meet at a church. They have a house that they meet mm-hmm. at or, or they've got a designated meeting space. And so the church kind of says, you know, we're going to move into that space. So my friend Jamie leads a Young Life over in Tampa and they've got this wonderful ministry mm-hmm. and it's it's the church's youth group that also happens to double as the Young Life Club for mm-hmm. two local schools. That's cool. And so their church is now involved in a way that they wouldn't have been able to be apart right. from I love Young that. Life. Yeah, that's so, really cool. And it's, you know, it's a different scale and it's, a di- you know, you're at a big private school in Orlando. This is, you know, the demographics totally. are the demographics are different, but that's what I think is nice about Young Life is that there's flexibility and there's there's openness to sure. any demographics. It's not a, this plan works yeah. for everybody. It's right. There's different strategies for reaching different people. And I mean, you walk into any Young Life club and, you know, the weekly meetings, and they look different at everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. the heartbeat is the same. But for instance, when I came on with Lake Highland Prep, we couldn't do any of the really traditional fun, like messy games. Like right. it didn't sit well with our kids and sure. kids hated it mm-hmm. just because of their environment, what they're used to. And so you do have to really kind of 
cater to what those kids need and kind of come down on their level instead of saying, this is what we're doing, period. Right. So what limitations do you think Young Life has? I think... Go ahead. Yep, no, I just like, you know, as... <laughs> as what limitations do you think Young Life has that the church doesn't have? What can yeah? What can the church do that you can't? I mean, the biggest thing of all is time because, mm-hmm. you know, Young Life exists for middle schoolers and high schoolers. And there is Young Life College, not everywhere. Mm-hmm. But once they graduate high school, like, Young Life isn't there for them. Right. Like, not that they're not there, but, like, there's not an actual meeting space and time for them sure. like they had in high school. And so, like... Once they kind of cap out at that age, it's kind of like, well, what do you do next? And like with church ministries, like there's so many like more creative, like young adult programs coming up. Oh no, what's happening? We're just, sorry, that, uh, Carol, 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 Carol left a very funny comment. She said, uh, "Hi, she, Carol." She's awesome. She's she's a gal from from my church, and we love her dearly. She says, "Young Life has a great pedigree from the past, but it was not effective in our suburban Chicago area. It was basically a club where you could hang out with other virgins." <laughs> Carol, that was go, Carol. Well, and uh, and in, in my experience, so you know, like I, I grew up here in Pinellas County, and zero young life presence. Right. You know, through the '90s when I was growing mm-hmm. up, um, when I moved to Texas to go to graduate school, there was a big young life presence in Dallas, which was you know one context, and then towards the end of my time in west of Fort Worth, so very you know upper middle class area, mm-hmm. young life had started to move in. And the momentum that they got was huge, and it was exciting. They were partnering with churches. Um, and so when I was leaving Texas, that was, like, a really good impression that I had of Young Life. Mm-hmm. And then I got back to Florida, and the Young Life in our area kind of had this reputation kind of, like, you know, oh, it's, you know, you don't want your church to have anything to do with them. And so wow. you know, each I, – I think each Young Life area right you guys say area director mm-hmm. yeah yep. so each, each area is very different and it kind of takes on the personality yeah. of of who the area area director is absolutely so. and i think with any ministry but i've seen it especially in young life you have you know cycles of yeah. you know highs yep. and lows absolutely. you know and you could go to one area and it's booming it's huge and you've mm-hmm. got hundreds of kids in a club but you go to other areas and you got five kids and that's a win like yeah. it's amazing right. like yeah. it how different totally. they well, all are before we let you go and really thank you for driving over from orlando thank we you know you did that me. just for us and not for not any for other, any other reason there's no other reason that definitely she could... not for spark the I way love you, maddie don't even <laughs> so before we let you go we want to ask what's one thing that you wish youth pastors who are watching you wish youth pastors knew about young life i want to partner with you guys so badly because i've got skills you've got skills let's use them together because there can be so much more work that we can do, um, you know, by partnering. And I feel like there's been so many times where I've been intimidated by youth pastors. I think youth pastors are intimidated by me as well as other Young Life staff, like just in general. But I just know, like, there are so many more kids that could be reached and their relationships deepen even further with Jesus if we all work together. And wouldn't it be wonderful to have a handful of churches that you could say, you know, if a kid comes to Young Life, they accept Christ, they're wanting to get to go deeper, and you can say, here's this church that you need to go to, mm-hmm. and the smooth handoff, mm-hmm. and it's not even a handoff while they're still in school, it's, you know, it's it's a shared custody situation. Yeah. Sure. But uh, if they're anticipated, yes. you know, there yeah. and yeah. welcomed, yeah. makes sense. Um, I think a- another thing that we could do to partner together is, guys, Young Life's camps are so much better than church camps. Like, it is... It is ridiculous. I've seen some footage online. It's pretty insane. The the camp that I took my middle schoolers to for the past six years was a Young Life camp. 
and it was it's it's is Southland the only camp in Florida? Mm-hmm. Southland the only uh, one in Florida. It's just it's just so good. The like the, you could tell that they actually built the facility with kids in mind mm-hmm. instead of <laughs> how do we have kids here over the summer and then rent it out to couples right. for the rest of the year. Yeah, and that's it's it's just such a good camp. So. Go to your local Young Life camp and see when you can bring your kids there because it's awesome. It really is amazing. Cool. Love so, it. So, hey, it's 1131. It is Memorial Day. You don't need to hear from us anymore today. Oh, guys. We're going to go have some hot dogs yes. and, you know, sit by the pool and watch the tropical storm. And next week I can tell you all about the movie that I was in. Oh. That's right because you're shooting on, what, Friday and Saturday? Yep. We'll be driving up to Alabama Thursday, shooting Friday, Saturday. I'll be partying with the one and only Aaron Eckert from The Dark Knight. He was Two-Face. He was Two-Face in The Dark Knight. There you go. What? Yeah. Yeah, he's in this movie. I'm telling you, Tim's brother's like a real live... He is in this movie. That's amazing. Live movie. L-I-V-E. Live or live? It's got to be live. You don't know the name of the movie that you're in? (laughs) It's live or live. It's live. So here's what I want to know. What are you going to do if you're discovered because of your two lines? Um, I have an IMDb page, World. There are three credits on there, and this will be my fourth. So what you're saying is we need to link the IMDb into the show notes... (laughs) So that Please. you can see all of the movies that Tim has been in. Love can I it. have your autograph? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Hey, we love you guys. <laughs> Remember, God made you special and he loves you very much. See you next week. Bye.